You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Good afternoon, everyone. It is September 8th, 2022, and we are interrupting regular programming to bring you breaking news. It is with deep sadness that Buckingham Palace has announced Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, the longest reigning monarch in Commonwealth history, has died at the age of 96. She is the only queen most of us have ever known, so this is a monumental loss for not only the UK, but Canada and the world. You can see there the Union Jack on top of Buckingham Palace at half-mast on what is a deeply sad day, not only for the Commonwealth, but the entire world. Hi everyone, welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we talk royals, Mm -hmm. wills, Teen angst, hotty hotty Charles, as portrayed by Dominic West only. (laughs) Parental remarriage, everything we deal with that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Abdication. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, You know, all mm -hmm. of the things that we, you and I are facing daily. Daily. Daily challenges. Abdication comes up daily for Mm -hmm. me. Because I, sometimes as a mom of, as a mom of teenage daughters, sometimes I want to abdicate and just be like, (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) Y'all figure this out on your own. Peace out. I'm going to the spa. I, I have a couple questions for you up front. Okay. okay. One is, I want to say today's our last episode of The Crown, season I six. Know. I, know. I enjoyed it so much that I have I have a proposal for you. Oh. I think we should watch The Queen, Peter Morgan's movie oh, that he made. Totally. I'd do a review of that. I watched and, the movie years ago. Yeah, and talk yeah, about I'll it. Yeah, watch it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think proposal it'd be interesting accepted. to talk about in context to the series. How he portrays Elizabeth then and now. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. And in. and is is Harry bartending at 12? Is Will's all horned up? What's going on? <laughs> What's going on over there? <laughs> now, to be fair, the queen really only takes place over about a week. Mm. Okay. Because okay. it really is just Diana's death is the whole plot of the movie. Yeah. How the queen oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. It'll be interesting, though, yeah. to see it. For sure. Um, so that's my proposal. Okay. Few announcements for the podcast up front. Number one. Yes. I am reading my book yes. on ladies of a certain age. <laughs> Amy, I, I know you are nervous about this. I know you felt like it was cringe. I know you I'm a nervous are like about it. a mess about it. It mm-hmm. was beautiful. It was so fun to hear you read your own work and then talk about what was going on. Really interesting to hear Bever- Bever- Beverly D'Onofrio's mm-hmm. take on it. Feedback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said this to you yesterday and I'll say it on mic. You write about the experience of being a fat person in a way that I've never read someone write about it. Thank you. In, in, in I such hope that's a, a good thing. <laughs> yes, in such a true way. The other person I've always thought writes really beautifully about being a fat person in the world is Lindy West. Mm, yes, yes. As a memoirist. Mm-hmm. There are yeah. other people who write really good fat characters. I think Aubrey Gordry, Gord, Gordon what's does as well. Gordon does as yeah. well. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, yeah, it's, it's thank not you. easy to do because it can go into hyperbole so quickly. Yes. And it can turn into a joke because like you said, Really making fun of fat people is the last socially acceptable thing we can do to make fun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm doing that. It's, I can't say how often they're going to come out, but you're going to get at least one a month. But sometimes I think you're going to get like two. Good. I can't wait. So that's coming. And what I'm going to do is like Amanda said, like I did the prologue and then I'm going to talk about, and let me tell you something. This is, I was telling Steph this last night. Sometimes in my life, I feel disconnected from my writing and I'm at one of those places. Mm, okay. This is connecting me again to my writing in a way that feels really good for me. Like good. it is it is a, a balm for my soul when I'm connected to that part of me. And you write so much, but it's for your professional life, not yeah. the writing that right. Amy Archer writer is Correct. moved to do. Correct. So yeah, it's a it's been fun. It was scary. It's sure. guys, you haven't heard anything yet. The book gets real vulnerable, real personal. Um, and I'll be sharing like the stories behind it and what's going on. So That's if you want to hear that, that is on Patreon and it's at our twelve dollar tier. And I think I think it could be fun. I think mm-hmm. it could be fun. And you know, keeping it at the twelve dollar tiers just because it's. It's really a vulnerable thing for me. So mm-hmm. you can come at me about anything else, but I really nice want to keep this. that my little safe space. <laughs> yes, understood. Understood. Um, second of all, we are doing, I just want to remind everybody the shows that we're doing. So on Patreon, we're doing Sister Wives Rewatch. We did a video for our first one, which was yep. a lot of fun. Hopefully you saw the video. Hopefully you heard the Manosphere call in. I had no idea that was coming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hope I we hear from the Manosphere like- often. I think they're going to be helpful for our rewatch. If you knew the amount of effort I put into that, mm. I should be ashamed of myself. Yeah. Love it. Um, and we are doing Prison Brides, mm-hmm. which, you know, I hope is going to heat up soon. I think it yeah. might. It will. And we are doing, what else are you and I doing? Help me. I'm brain dead. Single Life. Single Life. Single Life. Single Life. Yes. We are also doing documentaries as they come. Mm-hmm. I started American Nightmare. Mm. I don't Not know if we're going to get to do that, 
but we might need to talk about it at some point. Okay. Because okay. it, you go from rage to you know, there's. Okay, I'm gonna go on a journey. Yeah, you're gonna go on a journey with that. Right now, that I'm one. just annoyed with him, and I feel like something's real sus because the way he is behaving is really weird. He's not. <laughs> He's not a bad looking guy at all. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. And Denise um, is gorgeous. She's gorgeous. He's gorgeous. It's pretty pretty white people in California. It is, it is pretty mm-hmm. white people living a pretty mm-hmm. white life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just hang in there. It's a journey. Okay. 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 I'm looking forward to it. There was something else I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, up front. Um, at the end of this episode, depending on how long we go, this might okay. not be the appropriate place okay. for it. At some point, either here or single life, we need to have a Lalo corner. So maybe oh, okay. maybe single life, we'll see. Yeah. If it's not here, guys, listen to our single life. It'll be on there. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm gonna need to do a little bit of a Lalu rewatch. I may have fallen asleep toward the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Just okay. shimmer down over there. Okay. Yes. But when it says shimmer down, I was, I texted mm-hmm. you and I'm like, I just, I'm ready for you to embrace shimmer down. And you were like, mm-hmm. what? I'm like, just shimmer down now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Take us away. The, the crown season six, episode 10. What is the name of it? Sleep, dearie, sleep. Sleep, dearie, sleep. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we, we begin with uh morning at what I believe to be Balmoral because there are bagpipes happening. Mm-hmm. And, um, Charles, actually, no, Charles and Camilla are not in Balmoral, but the queen is. Anywho. Okay. So Charles wakes up. We see foxes on the lawn. It's a, it's all of the idyllic stuff that they do beautifully here. Mm-hmm. Charles sighs deeply and then climbs up on the bed and wakes Camilla up. And I said, can I get Dominic West to wake me up? <laughs> and are, you having, are you having a testimony? I might be having a testimony. Is it, wait, what is it called? Yeah, testimony, testimony, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I okay. might be having a testimony that that Dominic West and I belong together. It could okay. be happening. All right. Well, I support that. We see Elizabeth waking up to bagpipes, and then we have the Queen's dresser. Mm-hmm. Now, I always knew that like someone dressed the Queen every day and mm-hmm. got her clothes sure. ready. I didn't know they made all the decisions of what she was going to wear that day. I need a dresser. Can we talk about it? I could use a dresser. I a hundred percent need somebody to be like those old na- old navy leggings. They're not working not, anymore. We need to upgrade you to Kohl's. Something. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the queen is preparing Elizabeth's clothes for the day. Uh, and she's telling Elizabeth like what her plans are. And this is why I've chosen the things that you're wearing. Mm-hmm. We also note that Elizabeth has corns. Yes. She's like a little corn pad yes. on her foot. Yep. As you do. And the dresser says this outfit works well. For after her breakfast with the Duke of Edinburgh, Lord Chamberlain, and the Duke of Norfolk. And Elizabeth's like, why do we have to do this? Mm-hmm. And she's like, did, did we ever get like the agenda for this conversation? Is it in the meeting invite? Like, what, What's what going are we on? doing here? Mm-hmm. No one knows Could this be an walking. email? Could this be could an email? This, could this be an email or a Slack mm-hmm. message? We need a whole meeting. And so we see Charles and Camilla having breakfast. And we're kind of getting a timestamp on this. I find it interesting the times that they pull in like national events to get this time mm-hmm. of it. Because mm-hmm. we're talking about um, the IAEA inspectors going into Iraq and mm-hmm. all of that situation. And Charles asks Camilla to marry him. But it isn't a proposal because he can't do that without his mommy's permission. Mummies. Mummies. Yes. But he wants nothing more than for her to be his wife. And mm-hmm. Camilla says... 
that that that's a complete disaster and smiles. And I'm not sure if she's thinking that asking your mother is a complete disaster. If what's going on in Iraq is a complete disaster. <laughs> is, it all the disaster? disaster? is it all a disaster? Is it all a disaster? But she's like, that's a complete disaster and just smiles. And then we get Elizabeth walking into a room full of men, including Philip. And they say it's time for her to start planning Operation London Bridge, mm. which we know is the code name for her funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, code name for her funeral. So Elizabeth asks if this is necessary. She just got a clean bill of help and she's, and Philip goes, almost 80. Yeah. And then she's yeah. like, well then, let's start with the Duke of Edinburgh's because he's older than me and statistically men die first. So mm-hmm. let's start with mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. let's go with him let's go with him first and then he's like yeah that's true and i've been working on it for years yeah which i'm like why don't why doesn't she know that so I i'm gonna a lot more about their marriage i'm gonna weigh in occasionally because i listened to my new favorite podcast which is the crown factor fiction oh good 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 so um i'll weigh in occasionally with what i remember you know my memory's not real good right but one of the things that the guy was talking about is that Philip was obsessed with his funeral and okay. did have the Jeep turned into a hearse or whatever. Right. Yeah. The, and the, it was the, really the Range Rover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Land Rover. The Range Rover. Thank you. Yeah. I put Jeep too in my notes. And then I think it's the a Land end, Rover. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Well, at the end, she's like, you want to be buried in a Land Rover. And yeah. 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 Um, and he says it's true that they've been working on it for years and it's called Operation Fourth Bridge. We remember mm-hmm. the Queen Mum was Operation mm-hmm. Tay Bridge. Which, by oh, the way, I remember I, because uh, Wills was getting his sexy he, on with he was Kate. He bang yeah. Kate and got interrupted by Operation Tay Bridge. <laughs> Operation Tay Bridge, known forever now as Operation Cockblock. Cock <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do want to make a correction because I realized, and I know I, I think I corrected it on Single Life. I called Elizabeth's mother Mary. Elizabeth's mother was actually also Elizabeth. Elizabeth, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't have caught that. It went right past me, sailing right past me. Yep, I got it. Yeah, I got it. I realized after I said it and I listened to the recording, I was like, shit, that's not actually her name. So I'll be recording me. with uh, Meredith Constant from Hey Bunky. Oh, We're going to be yes. filling in on Hey Bunky soon. Okay. First week of February, I think. So I'm going to be talking to her a little bit about the Royals up front, I'm sure. And I'm going to ask her, was Harry... Bartending at 12. Was Wills all horned up? Is Wills a narc? What's going on here? Give me the dynamic. Because that's all I care about is the dynamic between these brothers. That and I want to know what's wrong with Kate Middleton and why she needs to be in the hospital for two weeks. They talked about that in this last episode. I know. I listened. But they don't have an answer either. No one has an answer. Well, maybe I can make up some shit. And then we can see if Meredith can deny or confirm. My dad even last night was like, why is she in the hospital for two weeks? Mm -hmm. I'm like, what what could be happening that you're in the hospital for two weeks? He's like, very little anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Anyway, uh, let's see. And he says he's been working on it for years and he finds it stimulating and perhaps Elizabeth will as well. And Mm -hmm. they ask her for permission to begin this work. And so they walk into this new room, which is a huge template for the service. It is a diorama thing yeah it is yeah it it tickled my fancy i love shit like this i love shit like this Mm -hmm. too like little architecture models and stuff i love that and i love the fact that like this whole thing got set up without any of her knowledge so she walks into this room and she's like Mm -hmm. oh this is what my funeral will look like great we all know i've been planning my funeral for 
Well, we've got six months now. You don't have to plan it anymore. We know what it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've got the iPad. We've got the cup. <laughs> We're fine. We've got Stephanie throwing my ashes onto a whale. Yeah. It's interesting. It'll be... If- There'll be a lot happening. Stephanie and mm-hmm. I will be very busy. Mm-hmm. I, I really feel like the way that this will pan out is Stephanie will be responsible more for your remains mm-hmm. and what happens mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will be more responsible for the memorial. Oh, yes. Yes. I... Yep. Yep. It's too much for one person. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's really too much for one person. Yeah. And so, you know, the the it's modeled after her father's funeral, which makes mm-hmm. sense. And the last mm-hmm. time they they did one of these. And there's just these like cute little toy soldiers, and they're talking about how, you know, all the pomp and circumstance that will happen, yep. how the everyone will march. And you can see she's moved by this and is uncomfortable. She's like looking at this like Yeah. I mean, it's, you're facing your own mortality. mortality. Yeah. And I just noticed that like the sound engineering was great here. Cause it's like the music that you hear throughout the crown, it's that kind of music, but you can also like occasionally as she's going past the soldiers, you hear like the, the, the bump, bump, bump of soldiers. Yes, I agree. Marching. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought they did a really beautiful job with that. And, and the then the voices noise. and the voices behind her are kind of fading in and out. Like you right. don't really know what they're saying, but then sometimes you do, and you know and you what don't I mean? know like when when is she in that moment where she's in it versus yes. is she watching it. It's yes. it was really good, and that's basically how we move into the credits. Mm-hmm. So, and then we go um, to Charles going into Buckingham Palace in a car. And things are not going well for Tony Blair. No, no, it is not. Things funding. were not going well for any of the the people in power around mm. this Iraq situation at this no, time. No, W wasn't doing mm-hmm. well either. No, it no, was no, no, not no. good. Uh, this whole Iraq thing, which should have taken ten minutes in all of their estimations, has gone mm-hmm. on a lot longer yes. than they think it should. This was not the quick thing that Kosovo was. No, this no. was much this larger. Was a disaster. A disaster. Mm-hmm. And. Um, you know, for all for the episode a couple time couple episodes ago where uh, Elizabeth was worried about uh, King Tony. I don't think we have to worry about King Tony. Nope. Nope. Tons of protesters. Car comes out of Buckingham Palace. Um, he asks what's going on. And the driver said the prime minister is coming out and people are like pounding on his car, calling him a war criminal. Tons of signs. This is not good. And Charles says that when Blair came to power, this is just kind of a voiceover, people were dancing in the streets and now they want to impeach him for crimes and misdemeanors. And they are calling him B liar instead Mm. of Blair. Mm -hmm. And once again, you're reminded that the career of a prime minister is a nasty, is nasty, brutish and short. Yeah. Elizabeth and Charles are talking. Charles says to Elizabeth that Blair has no plans to step down. And that's the thing. When people get a taste of being on top, they never want to give it up. That's pretty passive aggressive. (laughs) Yes, it is. is. Now, the guy that I was listening to before we get into this whole narrative, the guy that I was listening to who, you know, calls himself a royal expert and he has been involved with the royal family for a long time. It's a podcast called The Crown Factor Fiction, guys. Um, He claims that this this was kind of Peter Morgan's invention, that Charles was not obsessed with getting power Mm. and having his mother step down. Could care less. Didn't want it to happen. Didn't okay. want the job. So, and I could see that. I could see I that. I could see that too. Mm-hmm. We've all had this story, I think, in the U.S. of like thinking that 
Charles is, you know, chomping at the bit for this. Mm -hmm. Champing at the I never know what it's supposed to be. It's champing. It's champing, but I always thought it was mm -hmm. chomping. Yes. Um, at the bit for his mother to step down. And yeah, that's the American story. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth says she isn't sh sure this is why she's sure this isn't why he's come to talk to her today. Mm -hmm. He's not here to chat about Tony Blair. Yeah. And he says, no, he's come to make a request he wishes he'd made 30 years ago mm -hmm. to ask her blessing to marry Camilla. And he says, this should not be a surprise to you because she looks taken aback. And he says, they have been in love for 30 years. And over those 30 years, Camilla has been nothing short of heroic. And Elizabeth says that being heroic would have been ending her relationship with him when he married Diana. Mm. Elizabeth's real prickly about this. Mm-hmm. And he says she did. And she wanted to keep her marriage. And Elizabeth's like, well, then why did it end? And he's like, because he left her. And Elizabeth's like, yeah, because her ex-husband, Andrew Parker Bowles, was tired of reading about the two of you banging in the papers. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, they were banging. They Come were on. absolutely banging. And the thing is, though, Andrew also was a serial cheater. Like, no one yes. was happy here. Right. No. Charles says that. And Charles says, Camilla has dealt with judgment without complaint, and she has been loyal to both Elizabeth and the crown, and she deserves praise, not just for that, but also for loving him and making happy the person next in line, which is surely in all of their interests. I don't, this might be a hot take, incoming hot take. Okay. I don't hate Camilla. I never did. I don't either. Everybody's a victim here. Diana, mm -hmm. even Charles, Camilla, Andrew Parker Falls, all of them are a victim of two crotchety old white people sitting on a throne making a decision for them. Mm -hmm. And he's mm -hmm. right. He should have asked her 30 years ago to make, yeah. like, that's who he should have been with. He yeah, he should have fought harder for that. He should have. But I also get why he didn't, because he couldn't. And I also understand, as a parent, you know, you don't want to think that way, because that would undo Wills and Harry. Right. And sure. he needed to have them, and they needed to be here, and they were meant to, you know what I mean? He was meant to be their father, but... I mean, it's just, it's such a shame. And what it did to Diana is so sad. Like, all of it is just so sad. It's tragic. It is absolutely and I, tragic. And should Charles have controlled himself? Sure. Sure. But should Camilla a, have? Sure. But, like, uh, you know, in the they words, did. It's the not the way it happened. A, I'm not going to say great. I'm going to say pretty terrible human being. Woody Allen, the heart mm. wants what the heart wants. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And we all know what Woody Allen's heart wanted. Right. A child. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, they both see Philip outside with like a bunch of people going around this Land Rover and Charles asks what he's doing. And she says, he's planning his funeral. <laughs> this would and be Timmy. Timmy would do some weird her. shit like this with the car. Yeah. He would be like, put me in my Cybertruck. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. No. Yeah. We can't let him have a Cybertruck. Dude, he wants a Cybertruck. Which one does he want though? The new one that's coming the out. He doesn't want the Tesla one, right? Yes, the Tesla one. Oh, Timmy. Yes, I know, I know. And he 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 agrees that Elon Musk is terrible. I mean, we own but, a Tesla, so and but Todd's he's like, like if we could afford to get rid of it, we would, but we can't, so we are we have it. He's like the engineering, they just it's have amazing. it down. You can't, you know it what I mean? It is really good. Yeah. Um yeah. the Cybertruck though is really ugly. It's ugly. I agree. It's I real agree. ugly. I agree. Uh, the but he is has wanted looking. one from the minute they announced it. He has okay. been collecting his pennies and waiting for this thing to come out. 
drive in a $1,500 piece of shit drunk while he waits for this cyber truck. <laughs> okay, good luck with that. So I can't say no to it. Uh, you know, it has to happen. Uh, I know. So Charles says to Elizabeth, you always said you could not do this job without Papa by your side. He is your strength and stay. Mm. And he says, Camilla is my strength and my stay. And he couldn't do it without her. Elizabeth says she will reflect on it, take advice, and give him an answer soon. Mm. He thanks her and leaves. By the way, speaking of Philip, did you hear for episode eight or nine, I forget, the clip that I chose of Muhammad Al-Fayed calling mm-hmm. Prince Philip a Nazi? Yes, yes. <laughs> He's a Nazi. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. So... Now we have the first review draft of London Bridge and this mm-hmm. big like binder gets dropped in front of her yeah. and she's like, yeah. are you kidding me with this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're like, don't worry, it'll get smaller as you note your preferences. And she said, my preference is to have a quiet 20 minute service in Scotland and be left alone. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But she's not going to happen. Mm-mm. And someone points out that she will, in all likelihood, be the longest standing reign in the history of the world. Yep. And they talk, I mean, we will never have a reign this long again. No. And yeah, it will never happen. Mm -mm. And um, they talk about the contingencies that need to be figured out. What happens if she dies abroad? What happened? Like, Mm -hmm. we have to figure out all of the things. And she says that she'll do her best to keep it local. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yep. And so they're like, and the first chapter is what happens if it begins, if it happens on foreign territory, let's turn to page 10. And now she's like, oh, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, I don't want to do any of this. I'll so try to keep we, it local. I'll try to keep it local. <laughs> Harry and Wills are now shooting cans and actually shooting their friend with an air gun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Harry is a dick. How dare you? In his portrayal here. He's not going to fix your drink. So now you've just lost your bartender. Oh, fuck. Okay, no. And Harry's we all know number one rule is you be nice to the bartender. That is true. No, Harry is a delight and a joy, and I want nothing more than for him to be happy. Actually, okay. I do want nothing more than for him to be happy. <laughs> and I think the real Harry is a delight and a joy. Yes, yes. And they talk about this party that they're going to, and the theme is colonials and natives. Oof. Right. And Will is like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Could they have come up with anything less offensive? Because this is yeah. awful. Harry gives him a hard time and says, you know, now you're such an undergraduate in uni. You would never have said mm-hmm. this before. And he says, you're Harry's basically accusing Wills of being woke. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is what is happening here. And we see some people coming around the building outside and they say they've gotten a call from the Queen's private secretary and yep. she wants to see them. And Harry goes... It is never good when they come in packs. (laughs) (laughs) When a whole bunch of people show up for them, it is never good. And now we see Elizabeth walking into a room. Well, we see them walking up the stairs and a whole bunch of bishops in their magenta e-robes. And she walks into the room and she's going to ask them what to do about this marriage to Charles and Camilla. So remember, folks, if, if people aren't super steeped in this history, Elizabeth is the head of the church of england the church of england broke off from the catholic church thank you thanks to henry the eighth because he wanted to get divorced mm-hmm. but yeah we're still not in favor of divorce it's very right. strange right 
And See, you can create a whole church around your divorce and they still won't accept it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so she wants their counsel and she says she would like to grant them permission. She would like to let Charles and Camilla marry. That's She's that on board her. here. She's like, I am 80 years old. And I'm, I'm done fucking tired. This. Yeah. And I'm done fighting this relationship. Mm-hmm. It is happening. They are shacking up. They are living in sin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one of them says, you know, as the church, as the head of the Church of England, it's her right, but it won't be straightforward or easy. Mm-mm. And while the church has softened on divorce, the bishops worry about the optics mm. of what this will look like. Yeah. And Elizabeth says that she thinks that people have come around to Camilla and softened on her a bit. Mm-hmm. And one says that they still, that many still see Camilla as the reason for the breakdown of the royal marriage between Diana and Charles. Yeah. People hated Camilla. My uh-huh. Graham hated Camilla. Mm-hmm. And you know what Camilla's greatest offense was in my Graham's eyes? What? She was ugly. Oh. She was ugly. Like, this is how internalized my Graham's misogyny was. Was. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I don't think Camilla's an ugly woman at all. I don't either. She's just not Diana. Right. It was in in juxtaposition to Diana. Yes. Right. It was just so awful. Like when you get women of that generation who treated other women, like it's so bad and you know where it's coming from. It's just. I know. I feel like this, this generation now is much more girls, girls. Yes. Than we've ever been. Like we talk about this a lot with weight. Like Jen, if you're a Gen Xer, chances are you had a mother who didn't do so great in the weight area of, you know, talking to you about your body, talking to you about your weight. But that's what they grew up with. Like Mm -hmm. they just kept perpetuating it. It wasn't their fault. You know no. what I mean? No, well, like, not always. Sometimes it was. Not always. It's it's like cycles of abuse. It just keeps yeah. going and keep if that's what you learn, that's what you do. And yep. it takes a lot of work to break it. Yep. Thankfully we're seeing that happen now. Mm-hmm. So the church says that they need to be satisfied that with a new marriage, they're not approving of infidelity. Because everyone knows they were unfaithful. Charles right. and Camilla. Right. And one suggestion um would make one guy says, I'm curious what the Archbishop of Canterbury thinks, because he is the hmm. he is the religious head of the Church of England. Yes. And one suggests that what if we did like a civil marriage mm-hmm. and then a church blessing? Amanda question. Yeah. What do they think is going to happen? Do they think if they're like, it's okay, they can get married then. There's just going to be people in the streets divorcing and banging and fucking other people. Other who people. Aren't their <laughs> no, no. I don't. I just You're going to have some kind of some kind of like shit. Pandora's box opens and everybody's I, just, you know, having an affair in the middle of the street. I don't, I don't know what they think is going to fucking happen. I don't either. Nobody don't pays either. attention. No one cares. No one cares. But here we are. So they think they could do this and that this would, you know, send the right signal that we are allowing them to marry, but we are also making them be contrite for the horrible things they did, which is Mm -hmm. being in love with someone who isn't their spouse. And they said the service might include a prayer of penance, asking or penitence, asking everybody, everybody can ask for forgiveness for all the sins that they did. Yeah. Elizabeth believes that God delights in mercy. And whatever short-term risk is at hand is better than if she dies and the new king is living in sin, as he is mm, God forbid. Mm-hmm. That's the bigger, that's what she's more worried about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because she knows full well Camilla's coming wherever Charles is. And yep. 
she better get this thing legit before yes. she kicks the bucket. A hundred percent. And then we go out, Harry and William are standing outside or sitting outside waiting for this. All of the bishops leave and they're all like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Why are we being called in after this conversation? What is happening? Here? Yes. And the queen walks out and she thanks them for coming and says she needs some air and asks if they would be cross going on a walk with her. Oh. I don't think if your granny is the queen of England, you ever get to say no. I know. I know. What are they going to be like? Well, we never no. know what Harry's going to come up That's with. That's true. Though. He could be like, I got I got cocktails to make, granny. I got things to do. <laughs> I do attend a mixer. <laughs> I attend a mixer. I have to go dress up like a Nazi. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. No, that's coming next. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she says she would like to just, so they get to this little like gazebo type thing, but because it's on a royal property, it's, you know, marble and it's not mm-hmm. a, it's not a gazebo you yeah. or I would come across in no. our regular <laughs> no. wandering the world. And it's raining. And so they sit down and she says she would like to discuss their papa. And she asks how they would feel about Charles and Camilla being married. This was such a kid thing because she brings this up and Harry's like, I knew it. Right. I knew this is what we were going to talk about. And he asks why they can't just stay as they are. Mm -hmm. And Elizabeth says the last time an unwed king came to the throne, it didn't end well. Mm hmm. For those was playing at home, that would be her uncle, King Edward VIII, who had to abdicate because of Wallace Simpson. Mm-hmm. Not who Graham well. also hated. Graham who? also hated Wallace yes. Simpson. Mm-hmm. Oh, did mm-hmm. she? Okay. Yes. Cool. Yeah. For yeah. somebody who never left Scranton, never left <laughs> North Scranton. She had a lot, had a lot of opinions. Of opinions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Did she hate Wallace Simpson because she was a divorcee who was like banging I have no idea. King, or because she was ugly in her mind? Probably because she was loose. That was ah, another loose. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate when people are loose. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, how am I not more fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> and I love the fact that you say all of these fucked up things that your grand believed mm-hmm. and you were like, she was my favorite person on the planet. She's she the- was my favorite person on the planet. But uh-huh. this is fucked up. <laughs> I was watching. What was I watching? Oh, Lalu. I was watching oh. Key Rock and Brittany okay. with Brittany's grandmother. Mm-hmm. In my tub yesterday, sobbing my eyes out because I missed my gram so much. Oh, my God. So there are times where I'm like, God, I miss that woman. And there are other times I'm like, what the fuck? What was she saying? (laughs) It's not dissimilar to the times where you're like, you know, Jenny would do something ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then your next breath, you're like, God, I love that bitch. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Like I would. The other day, I I forget what we were talking about, but I said I would beat her with something if I could Mm -hmm. get away with it. Oh, the John, John Benet Ramsey case. I said I'd beat her down at the golf club if no one was watching. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So Harry keeps trying to complain and Elizabeth's like, I'm not worried about you. Will, what do you think? Yeah. Real child. Listen. Uh Uh-huh. And he says, obviously, they would both prefer to think of Papa with their mummy, with Mm -hmm. mummy. Mm -hmm. Um, And anything else feels wrong, but this is the reality. And she does Mm -hmm. seem to make him happy. Mm -hmm. And having him happy and settled is good for us and ultimately good for, and as you said, he'll be king one day. And perhaps this will get him to shut up about it. (laughs) <laughs> basically he sees like this is gonna happen whether we want it to or yeah not. yeah and she asks if that's a yes and william says yes and you can see harry be like <laughs> harry and is classic younger sip here oh, he's yeah. like look he's at me brat. look at me listen to me listen to me i'm screaming no mm-hmm. please 
But Will just is like just you would have pretended to be possessed by a demonic presence if that would have gotten you more attention. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And Elizabeth says that she I I actually appreciate this. I hope this part is true, that Elizabeth did not want to give her blessing until they had given theirs. I want to believe that that's true. I want to believe it's true, but I don't. I don't but know. anyway, we'll live anyway. in that world. Yeah, we'll live there. And we see Charles getting a call from Elizabeth, and he's going, and she's going to give him the blessing. He is Harry all horned says, up. He is he ready. Is all horned up. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't want to think. I'm happy to think of Dominic. I'm happy West to think of Dominic up. West all horned up. <laughs> if he could be horned up for me, that would be great. Uh, and Harry says to William, he can't believe he just caped like that. And William's like, look, I'm a realist. And Harry says, no, you're <laughs> I'm a not bartending man. like you. I'm not on the wacky tobaggy like you are. You are. I got I'm a realist. <laughs> and he says he's just trying to be an adult and he didn't expect, he doesn't expect Harry to know what that feels like. Chris, or Chris, Charles is elated and cries that he got the blessing. And Elizabeth sits down and you can see she's just like a little torn about this whole thing. Like, yeah. I don't think, I think she knows it's the right thing. I don't think she likes that it's the right thing. Right. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And we see Charles run to find Camilla in a greenhouse, smoking up a storm. Mm -hmm. And we can't hear them, but he gets down on one knee and proposes. And then they bang right against the glass. Pretty much. In my version. (laughs) Amy sluts up the crown. Oh my God. Wouldn't that be amazing if all of a sudden, like, the crown, like, all of a sudden we get. And they had, like, a real graphic sex scene. (laughs) With, like, the camera shot right on their their waist, like, go into Pound Town. That would be amazing. I think I need a little bit of that to see it. So later that night, Elizabeth is praying before bed and Philip finds her and he asks how it was with the boys. So I guess he knew that she was going to ask. And and she says, fine. They supported the idea of marriage slightly through gritted teeth. Harry's more gritted than William. And she says she worries about Harry. And Philip says they all do. And some time in the army should sort him out. Mm -hmm. They all think. They all think Harry is like knocking over liquor stores and being ridiculous <laughs> when really he's just getting high with his friends. Yeah. Like he's just he's a just normal a teenager. teenager. Yeah. And Philip asks if she's okay. And she says, yes, but all of this talk about her funeral is stirring things up and, uh, but she doesn't want to talk about it. No. And he wishes her good night and leaves. I wonder if they ever sleep in the same, if they had ever slept, like when did they stop sleeping in the same room ever? Well, we know that, right? From season blah, blah, blah. Well, we saw it, but like, I wonder when it really happened that they truly never slept in the same bed together. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. And I mean, I I can get behind it, especially if you're running a country. You're like, I need my fucking sleep right away from And you you toss and turn and snore. And this is a queen size bed and I'm not doing that. Yeah. And do you think she would only sleep in a queen size okay. bed? She okay, okay, you took it right out of my mouth. I literally was just gonna say that. <laughs> do you think she had to like buy order somewhere sleep? I in a was queen just size gonna bed? say, do you think anything available in those kinds of sizes she always has to get queen? I know. <laughs> Does she have to get the queen size pantyhose and the legs egg? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Remember when it was small, medium, and queen? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
bless. And uh, you see Elizabeth giving uh, her dogs some table scraps. And if I could just watch her play with the dogs all day, I'd be mm-hmm. happy. It's it's difficult for me because whenever her dogs appear on screen, my dogs go, well, one oh. of my dogs goes berserk. Berserk. I understand. So it's hard for me. And then we hear bagpipes. And I fucking love bagpipes so much. And Elizabeth brings in the bagpiper. And you can tell he's like, oh, fuck. Why am I here? What have I done? What have I done? What have I wrought? What if I brought all myself to do this? Mm -hmm. And she says she hopes that he knows everyone loves his beautiful music. And she tells him that they have been planning her funeral. And she wonders if there would be a good tune for the pipes. He says there are a number of songs for for fallen soldiers. And she's like, no, no, no. What do you think? What song would you play? And he says, I would play Sleep, Deary Sleep. And she asks him to play it for her. And he's like, I mean, in here, like, do, do you know how fucking loud bagpipes are? Mm-hmm. I, I asked Todd if we could have bagpipes at our wedding, but he said it would be too loud. Mm. She's and, like, I'm the fucking queen. If right. I want to play my music loud, I'm going to play, play my it loud. music loud. Yeah. This is a real banger we're about to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she starts playing the bagpipes and the butlers start walking away and like closing all the doors because this mm-hmm. is loud. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as we were watching it, I just wanted to note Toby was really bothered by the bagpipes. He Aww. was sitting next to me as I was doing it. He was like, Whip! "Your kitty cat, yes, do not like mm-hmm. this noise too much." Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, like people are like polishing chairs in like the throne room, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and one woman starts singing the lyrics to "Sleep, Deary Sleep," and they all yes. sit. Like everyone kind of takes this as it a became moment. like a musical. It did moment. a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit. And um, Elizabeth's eyes just kind of well up with tears. And mm-hmm. you can tell she's like, yeah, that's that's what we're doing. That's the one. Now we go to Cotswold Costumes to press to prep for this offensive hey, Mr. party. Mr. Cotswell. Cotswold. <laughs> Cotswold. Cotswold. And Harry picks up the Nazi uniform and we all know where this shit is going. Okay, so I have to say that my little contrarian historian dude... Mm. said that in spare which i did not read yeah i i've been holding off to listen to it till yeah. we finish watching this harry claims he really throws wills under the bus on this one oh does and he? says wills encouraged it wills and kate encouraged it and thought it was funny and really gave him the a-okay mm. mm-hmm. it's not what they present here yeah nope, nope. well you think peter morgan's gonna go against the crown no not at all uh, so he's trying this on. Kate suggests that he covers up the swastika. Mm-hmm. And William says that, I mean, Harry can wear this uniform, but no one's going to think Harry's a Nazi. Well, that right. backfires on everybody. Yeah. Uh, one of the other friends dresses as the queen, comes out in full drag makeup. Mm-hmm. And William goes, great. Because that's my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> and we get to this party and it is fucking ridiculous. The party's ridiculous. Harry is not bartending at this party, I no, would like to say. He is no. smoking and drinking and drinking and smoking. Yep. He's consuming. Um, He's dipping into his own stash. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. And let's see. His friend dressed as the queen goes up and performs I Want to Break Free by mm-hmm. Queen. I love yep. Queen. Yep. I miss them. Do you think the queen can only listen to Queen? No. <laughs> well, she can listen to Sleep Dairy Sleep on bagpipes. And Queen. And Queen. That's it. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody on the bagpipes would be awesome. <laughs> oh, 
whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm not trying to imagine like how awful that would actually sound on bagpipes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would guys, not go well. Guys, find that and send yes. it to us. If someone could find a rendition of Bohemian Rhapsody on the bagpipes, we need we'll it. Get you a gold star. Mm-hmm. And of course, someone sees Harry at the party in the Nazi uniform, snaps some photos, and we all know what these are. We we've all seen this. The next morning, Wills comes down, and the papers are laid out on like the table by the front door, and all of them are Harry and the swastika on the front page. Mm-hmm. And William's like, oh, this is the world we live in now, guys. It gone are the days when we were in bars and we could do whatever the fuck we wanted and no mm-hmm. one had a picture of it. Those days are gone. Nope. Hey, everyone. Stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. We flash to a super hungover Harry. His queen friend is like asleep on the chair. And Elizabeth and Philip are looking at these papers too. They are disappointed. Charles is pissed and we see Harry in the bathroom like fuck fuck mm-hmm. like I really mm-hmm. fucked up this time then we see Elizabeth meeting with Tony Blair and he's like look Harry's not a bad kid this will Harry's blow not over a Nazi. come on Harry's not a Nazi now your husband on the other shit. hand right Elizabeth says, but this photo was taken two weeks before Holocaust Memorial Day. Not great. Not Not great. great. Not great. Blair says, eventually people will forget. And she asks what advice he would give himself about Iraq. Who? Basically. And he Mm -hmm. says, "Uh, he's hoping the upcoming election will give him an exit strategy. He's starting to think this was a poor choice. (laughs) Yeah. And Elizabeth remarks, exit strategies have been coming up a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth's trying now we see her trying to get this projector working someone's trying to help her so now we have Philip looking at projectors and a couple episodes later Elizabeth and it's really sweet eventually she gets it going first she sees videos of her and Margaret as little kids with her parents they're all playing with corgis and she starts like her eyes start welling up and this really gets her so then we see an older Elizabeth and Margaret riding horses. Mm-hmm. 
she watches movies of Philip and Charles playing. Yeah, on the we beach. get to see Hottie Matt Smith again. <sighs> they yeah. On the beach with, with their kid, whatever. I know. Playing in the sand, mm-hmm. just having gravel time. She watches a film of her own father's funeral. Mm-hmm. And the way the filming of this is beautiful because she's right in front of the screen. So the projector's behind her. Yes. So some of it is on her back. You can see the outline of her. She is like she is like part of it. Yeah. She starts Which, like touching the yeah. screen when she's it's her like father. In, yeah. She's like embedded in the memory. Yeah. It's really cool. It was really powerful when she mm-hmm. touches it when it's her dad. Like mm-hmm. I miss yeah. them. She was very close to her father. Yeah. Uh she touches herself in Margaret. Mm-hmm. Uh, she watches her own coronation. Mm-hmm. And then we get the like projector like because <laughs> it's right yeah. out of the film. And the butlers find her asleep on the couch. And at first you, you can tell they're like, kind of like Margaret. Like every time she falls asleep, we're like, are we dead yet? What's happening here? <laughs> kind of like Robin Brown. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. Little, we need a heat sensor on the couch. Uh, Philip finds Elizabeth at the stables. It, these stables had a very feel of like Winterfell to me. Oh, yes. Of like yes. horses coming around and all yep, this. Yep, yep. And he asks why she wasn't at breakfast. And she said she wasn't hungry. And he's like, mm, it's not like you. What's going mm-hmm. on? You eat breakfast mm-hmm. every day. Philip asks, or Elizabeth asks Philip how Harry is, and he says, subdued, and his father has him mucking out the pig stalls as punishment. Mm-hmm. Now, this historian dude did say that in spare, Harry wrote that Charles was very angry about the Nazi uniform, but was mm-hmm. also very, uh, like, in other words, he knew he was angry about it, but handled it very well and was very soft with him about it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, if the worst thing he did was make him muck out some stalls, that's not so bad. Yeah. Well, no, I Philip, think they threw him in the army for this, right? Well, he was going there anyway, yeah. but this yeah. really. Uh, <laughs> Philip called the costume shop to give them hell. Not mm-hmm. about having the costume, not about renting it to Harry, but about the fact that it was historically inaccurate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. That's the problem. Yep. That's the problem, clearly. Yep. And then he's also talking, you know, he talked to Sandhurst, which is also where Dodie Fayed, remember, put a pin in that. Both William yep. and Harry went there, as did Dodie Fayed. Yep. Uh, talked to Sandhurst, Sandhurst, and this will not impact Harry starting officer training school, which is mm-hmm. good because Harry is basically unmoored due to his lack of quality parenting. This is where <laughs> Philip's like, this falls solely on his father and his mother, and they sucked. Yep. And I want to be yep. like, his father is a way better. His Charles is a way better father than you were. Yeah. That ain't saying shit. Yeah, I feel I like was, Charles was one of those kids that was like parentified and able to raise himself. Yeah, and, and no one and his parents didn't. His father in particular did not get him. No, not at, at all. all. He got Anne. Anne was mm-hmm. the the one. Mm-hmm. Um, Elizabeth agrees. Also, bad parenting. Philip asks if she wants to discuss anything before he goes, especially about the funeral and what it has stirred up in her. And she's like, nope, I'm good. Don't mm-hmm. want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth goes back to the barn and you see someone coming in, like throw water on the floor. And you're like, no one would really do that with the queen standing right there. <laughs> and you hear a voice that says, you coward. Why didn't you tell him what you were thinking since you first started working on your funeral? That someone is the woman who played Elizabeth in the middle. This is Olivia Coleman who's here. And she has been thinking about this since the Golden Jubilee, how exhausted she is by all of it, how ready she is for rest, and at the same time how ready Charles is looking to take over. 
And she's, she says, the young girl Elizabeth says that there's precedence for stepping down. Wilhelmina of Netherlands has recently stepped down. Charlotte of Luxembourg. And older Elizabeth is like, no, these are ve- that's very different than us. These are bicycle monarchies. And nothing like what we have going on here. And the younger Elizabeth says that she has been on the throne longer than any monarch. And older, Leah, older Elizabeth corrects her and says, Mm-mm, Queen Victoria, still longer than me at this point. Eventually, Elizabeth does pass Queen Victoria. And younger Elizabeth says, well, how well did that did she do in the end? She was unwell and hidden on the Isle of Wight. <laughs> and she says, you are almost 80. And that's 20 years past the retirement age of a woman. And the younger Elizabeth says, there's no need to go on. Her loyalty has always been to the crown at the cost of being a good mother. And stepping down would be the right thing for her to do as both a royal and a mother. Then we see her just riding on the property, which first of all, this 80 year old woman is riding horses. Good for you. Yeah. Good for her, man. You get it. I mean, I'm 46 and I can't get on a horse. I wouldn't want to get on a horse. I couldn't get on a horse when I was 26. Horses terrify me. Yeah. They know more than us. No. There's big eyes that look Mm -mm. like they're going to pop out Mm -mm. at any moment. No. I'm not into it. They look at me with those eyes like I know the universe and you don't. And I'm going to kill you. Mm Mm-hmm. By trampling you. Okay. They are pretty, though. They're beautiful, distance. but they're terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we find out that we have settled on a date for the wedding mm-hmm. for Charles and Camilla. It's the 9th of April at the Guild Hall in Windsor. And they also feel, so people are telling this, given her role as the head of church, she should not go to the service. She can watch mm-hmm. it on TV like everyone else. And then she can join at the church service and at the reception so ridiculous but whatever. she asks if the right the prime minister and the leader of the opposition will be there the archbishop and she wonders if she'll be able to say a few words at the reception i'm like mm-hmm. you don't have to ask anyone from her no you just say it girl and the uh, the secretary offers to write it for her and she says no she'll take care of it herself mm-hmm. so now we see harry and william and charles fighting at dinner they're talking about the uniform charles is begging the boys to stop bickering <laughs> I feel seen by Charles here where he's like, just fucking stop. Don't right. ruin my fucking day. Wedding. Right. Can Do I not ruin my wedding have a fucking minute? Right. This stop is Stop it. Mm-hmm. And Charles is on the phone to Camilla and he says, she asks how dinner was. And he's like, it was horrid. And to hear them be so awful to each other is terrible. He's like, now I know why royals don't raise their own kids. Where are my servants? Get in. Right. Can we get someone else to do this? Because I'm not enjoying this. (laughs) Charles Charles wonders if they will blame him for how they turned out. And she's like, well, yeah, you're responsible for it. Of course they will. And you're responsible for making it better. And once they get through tomorrow, everything will be fine. I mean, his mother and father saw him for 15 minutes a day and he still blames them. Right. Exactly. There's no... All, I'm being sarcastic, guys. I understand that's why the problem yes. happened. Exactly. <laughs> and Camilla says um, that she's fine, you know, with all this. She's excited. Her sister persuaded her to get a fake tan, and now she smells like a dog's blanket. And I know exactly mm. what that smell mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And he asks if she's having second thoughts and mm. she's for everything that she's in for and the life that entails. And Charles tells Camilla that she's going to make a statement at the wedding and, or that the queen is going to make a statement at the wedding. No one knows what it will be about. Everyone's mm-hmm. wondering. And Camilla tells him not to give it any further thought. Just mm-hmm. think about your boys. Mm-hmm. Nothing else matters. By all of Peter Morgan's telling, 
Camilla is a phenomenal mother and stepmother. Peter Morgan must be related to Camilla. I don't know know how this is happening. I don't know know. if it's true. I mean, I don't know. And you know what? Okay. You know what I'm going to liken her to? And I think about her a lot like I think about Yoko Ono. Okay. I know it sounds weird. Both complicated historical figures. Correct. Um, I always say about Yoko, a lot of people gave Yoko a lot of shit. Think about Yoko after John's murder. She has Mm -hmm. always kept his legacy alive. She Mm -hmm. has never done anything to like besmirch his legacy or his memory or, you know, like she has, what has she done wrong? Nothing. Nothing. And, and I won't blame her for moving on and do, you know what I mean? But yeah. she, she just never has. She's never. And I feel like Camilla's the same way, like really after Diana passed. Okay. She should not have been sleeping with Charles while that she, he was married Correct. to Diana. But, but that's his died, fault too. Right. Well, at that point they were divorced. So really it doesn't right. matter. But, but like once he was divorced mm-hmm. from Diana, what has she really done wrong? Right. Nothing. I don't know. You know, nothing. like Nothing. I don't know. I just think we're we're just so hard on women, but whatever. We are. Do you have a one or two word answer of what broke up the Beatles? Paul McCartney. Okay. Okay. <laughs> one day we need to do a whole conversation on on Mike of just the breakup of the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have a lot of hard feelings about Paul McCartney. You really hate Paul McCartney. I know. I know. Oh, people are going to come for me in record waves. I'm sorry, guys. It's just, it's. I love Paul you know, McCartney. So. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, so we see Harry and William outside. Harry brings Will a jacket and says, dinner was weird. And they both hate how Charles overcompensates when mm-hmm. things are getting weird. Mm-hmm. And it makes Harry sick. And William says, a few years ago, it would have pissed him off. But now he doesn't care. And yeah. Harry says he heard Granny's making a speech and she's going to tell the family she's standing down and William doesn't believe it. Harry says this is the gift he'd most want. He craves it, Charles. And Harry says if she did it, it means that William is next and William the fifth. And he's like, well, he's like, I'll be William the fifth. He goes better than William the second who was assassinated by his brother, whose name was also Harry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Harry says, don't worry. I'm not going to do that to you. He's yeah. safe with me. Yeah. Yet, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. and we see the I would wedding fuck prep- with him so hard if that was me. But anyway, we see the wedding preparations around London, mm-hmm. and Camilla's getting ready. I loved what she wore. To- I loved both of her dresses this day. Yeah, she I loved great. her wedding dress mm-hmm. and her reception dress. She was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And uh, William's getting ready. There's a photo of his parents on the mantle. And you can tell neither Harry nor William are feeling this. They're just Mm-mm. like, fine, we'll go through this. They're taken to the guild hall in a party bus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the, 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 the contrarian historian, which I'm now calling him. Yeah. Cause he hates the crown. Okay. Like the show. So okay. he's always like very, you know, he, um, he said this was actually true. They pulled okay. up in a party bus. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. and then, uh, Charles and Camilla came in the Queens Rolls Royce. Yes. And um, you see the Queen's Resorts. So they're having, um, wait, 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 I just totally lost this. Ah, so we're going back to uh, the younger Elizabeth talking to Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Claire Foy? Claire Foy. Okay. The youngest queen now. Mm-hmm. Asking her why she's doing this. And she says, we don't, Queen Elizabeth, her older queen says, we don't need an old king after old king after old king. Mm-hmm. And, 
She reminds her of the oath that she took at her coronation. And she says, you are fit enough to ride a horse and drive. So you're fit enough to serve. Mm-hmm. Like, buckle up, lady. Get it together. You're not coming down. Yeah. Cut the shit, basically. Right. Claire Foy, mm-hmm. young Elizabeth, says that the monarchy is who you are, not what you do. Mm-hmm. And if you step down, you will be symbolizing instability and impermanence and also indicating the luxury of choice, which you cannot have if you claim the crown as your birthright. Mm. You can't, And I get this. You I get it. You can't say I have to do this, but I can also quit doing it anytime I want to. Yes. Yes. Younger Elizabeth does not see her as old. She sees her as liberated and confident because older Elizabeth says Charles is in his prime. She goes, you are in your prime. And you sometimes think that there's a difference between you and the rest of the family and it comes naturally for you and they just make a mess of it. Like, mm-hmm. you know how to do this at your, like. She was a good queen. If she you was look at like queen. what queens need to do, she did She it. was dutiful till the very end. Mm-hmm. And everyone else, it doesn't quite come naturally to. And she mm-hmm. says, you've thought privately with good reason. And she says, this terrible, younger Elizabeth says, this system is terrible to inflict on people. It's unfair and unkind, but you thrive in it. And the system thrives under you. So you shouldn't stay every day that you can. You cannot step down. Older Elizabeth asks younger Elizabeth about the life and the woman that she put aside to become queen. Young Elizabeth asks, what kind of question is that? For years, there has only been one of you. If you went looking for Elizabeth Windsor, she's gone, long gone. You buried her years ago. Yeah. Elizabeth is putting the finishing touches on her speech. Claire Foy disappears. Finishing Mm -hmm. touches on her speech. Philip comes to get her and asks about the speech she's about to make. And everyone has their knickers in a twist about it. And he asks if she wants to discuss it. And she's quite sure she does not. Nope. (laughs) And now we're at the blessing service. Again, I said I loved Camilla's dress. And we see them repenting our sin- sin- their sins. And you can see Charles is like super annoyed by this. Oh, it's annoying. It's stupid. <sighs> Basically, it has to be like, sorry, we had an affair and we yeah, saw. Sorry, sorry to who? Sorry right. to, to God, to God. everybody, to the country. I don't know. What? Whatever. Um, Elizabeth the only arrived. person they owe an apology to is Diana and she's dead. She's dead. Exactly. And probably... Um, Andrew Parker Bowles, but he was also yes. banging around. And too. maybe the boys. And, and they haven't the sat down and apologized to them. So maybe. Uh, Elizabeth arrives at the party and her secretary tells her that they're ready for her and she has her speech ready to go. And he hands her a piece of paper. And you're like, oh, what's this piece hmm. of paper? So she comes in, gets on the stage, and she starts with a joke about an introduction. Perhaps I need an introduction. I am the mother of the groom. She kills it at this she speech. She's really funny. She fucking kills it. I right. mean, when she whips out this charm, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, all right. Okay. And it's a singularly happy event to bring the country together. Mm-hmm. The National Steeple Chase. <laughs> she goes on and shares the results. Yeah. And she's like, in other news, there was a small family wedding in the Windsor area, but the police are keeping things in order. <laughs> And she talks about the first king, um, Edward, the dark, the first king, uh, first king of Edward, the dark prince, mm-hmm. and the parallels between their story and Charles and Camilla. Mm-hmm. And she says Charles, to Charles that she knows that it hasn't been easy, and it is to his great credit that he has filled this vacuum with great success and charity. And 
then you can tell she like skips over a couple cards mm-hmm. and Harry and William are like, so the, the contrarian historian, yes. <laughs> am I getting that right? Does yes. that make sense? Yes. Okay. He, um, he said, there's no fucking way this happened Okay, because it's not her decision to just abdicate. She would have to have consulted her advisor. She would have to have talked to the prime mm. minister. She would have to like, it's, the way he said it's a constitutional monarchy, I think he yeah, said. And you can't just do this. Yeah. So there's no way that that would have happened with only so. her knowing it. Right. Yeah. Right. And then Elizabeth speaks to Camilla and thank and thanks her for how difficult it must have been and how she's been the strength and stay for the Prince of Wales and as a member of this family. For her patience and her forbearance, she asks everyone to raise a glass to the young couple. <laughs> sweet. Yes. Harry and William are outside decorating the car with like the paint, just married. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth comes out and William says it was a nice speech and he was surprised it was short and wondered if she left something out and she has no idea what he's talking about. Elizabeth tells William, be kind to Harry. It is tougher to be number two than number one. Mm-hmm. The system protects number one and number two needs attention and care. She's yeah. talking about Margaret. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. And they're doing the family photos. Philip is super cranky. And she could be talking about her father. And her father, too, yeah. He was number two. He was number two as well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, go on. The people she loved most in the world were number twos. Yeah, yeah. And Philip's super cranky. Uh, Elizabeth goes (laughs) to Windsor. They get all the photos done eventually. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth goes to Windsor Chapel, and she's praying, and that's where Philip finds her. And she says to him, here I still am, not not gone, not Mm-mm. abdicating, still Hanging in, hanging mm-hmm. in. They talk about it being a good day. And she's like, yeah, I had money on three of the, three of the four horses that won. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a good day. <laughs> and he tells her that the speech was good and funny. And she's like, you say that like it's a surprise that I can be funny. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, not at all indicative of the torture she's been going through. Mm-hmm. And she says she will die in the role, and that's good because the days behind her are are those behind. Or he says you will die in the role. Those behind you are not remotely ready for this. He hates Charles. He Can we just Charles. talk about this? <laughs> he really hates his kid. <laughs> he thinks his kid is such a loser. Yeah, he's like this piece of trash reading poetry right. and thinking about things. You know, he's probably like oh, that foppish idiot. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's too sensitive. Yeah. Which. Think about it. Charles is too sensitive I know. to Philip. I know. I it's know. nuts. You know, and, you know Philip has called Charles a pussy behind his back. Oh, you course. just know it. Of course. He doesn't <laughs> like him. <laughs> and he's like, they're not ready. And she's like, I wasn't either. I was so young. And he's like, no, you were ready. You were born ready. But he's it really won't matter. matter. He's, not, he's wrong. not wrong. He's not. But he's like, it actually really won't matter because we're going to both be married. And he like kicks the floor like right here or mm-hmm. buried right here. Mm-hmm. We're going to be here. It doesn't matter what the fuck they all do. We'll yeah. be dead. Let them fight it out amongst themselves. And he says, we'll never hear the screams <laughs> from the world as it goes burning from in here. He's Truth. really sure Truth. it's not going to go well. Mm-hmm. Thank God he died before Elizabeth. I know. Imagine I know. if Philip had had to see Charles be coronated. I know. Oh. I know. <laughs> He would be like, pussy from the elbows. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> oh my God, we could have gotten the Cody Brown cheering section to just come on in. 100%. Focus their ire on this for a minute. <laughs> yep. 
can get it done. And he says, the system doesn't make sense anymore for those outside it or even inside it. And they're both he and Elizabeth are grappling with their own mortality. They still both live almost another 20 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he says they're a dying breed. And the good news is, is when the temple falls, they will sleep, dearie, sleep. And he loves that it is her sole musical choice. And he's very her. And she says, yeah, the fact that your coffin is going to be pulled in an old Land Rover is very you. Mm-hmm. And the bagpiper shows up on the balcony. Philip leaves. And now we have Elizabeth alone in the chapel. The bagpiper shows up. This is all her imagination. Mm-hmm. And starts playing Sleep, Dearie, Sleep. And I'm actually getting goosebumps as I'm talking about this. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was powerful. Cool. And she walks past her own casket in her mind. She's, she sees her crown on it. And then young army Elizabeth comes out and salutes her. And she begins to walk out and behind her show up Elizabeth Coleman and Claire Foy. Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Yeah. Elizabeth, Olivia Coleman and Claire Foy. Thank you. And they're both dressed in black. And actually, I think Eliz- uh, Claire Foy was dressed in the outfit that she came home in after her father died. Oh, It looked maybe. very similar. Okay. And um, they begin to walk out. And it's interesting because they just kind of keep going back and forth between the focus. Mm-hmm. The focus is on the two of them. It focuses back on her as she looks at each of them. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I, I have a whole thought here that I put down, but we'll talk about it in a second. And then she walks out of the chapel and it becomes this real long shot. It's and great because she appears smaller and smaller. and smaller. And then the door opens and it's full of light and she walks through it and that's it. Here's something that I think is really interesting. Young Elizabeth was telling her she cannot step down. Mm-hmm. She has to say this is her oath. Middle-aged Elizabeth is telling her to step down because of everything she's given up. Mm-hmm. Young Elizabeth doesn't know everything that she will have to give up. And middle-aged Elizabeth is tired. Yes. She's she got is a kids. middle-aged woman who she's wants tired. to say, sit on the couch and watch murder shows and take a bath at night. Yes, exactly. Jesus. Exactly. But I thought that was interesting. Like young, young Elizabeth doesn't know yet everything that... Older yeah. Elizabeth yeah. will have to give Young up. Young Elizabeth is like full of piss and vinegar. Like, let's yep. go. Let's go. Let's do this mm-hmm. thing. And that's the crown, my friends. Yay! That is the crown. So, I loved talking about this with you. I did too. I yeah. did too. Um, so I did a couple of deep dives. Okay. One was, was Elizabeth ever going to abdicate? Mm-hmm. Zero indication to anybody on the planet yeah, that she no, was going to abdicate. She wasn't. So this is just made up. Uh, we talk about how Harry and Prince William really felt about Camilla becoming queen. Because that was really controversial. Would she just be princess? Like, was she, what role was she going to be? Was she ever going to be queen? And she's um, not, right? She's queen consort. Right. She can't be queen. Mm-hmm. You can really only be queen if you're born. There's all these yeah. rules of who gets yeah. to be queen, who gets to be king, who gets to be queen consort. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip was only ever prince consort. Right. He right. was never king. Yes. Um, And basically there wasn't really any animosity by the mm-hmm. end. They were really into Camilla. They saw how happy they made her, his dad, their dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, they were fine with it. Yeah. All good. This comes from, again, a very um, 
serious literary um, magazine Source. called People. Oh, People. People. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about Elizabeth. I looked into Elizabeth's death a little bit. Her The official cause of death for Elizabeth is old age. Wow. Okay. They're Just putting that on the certificates now. Yeah. Okay. That's what is theirs. All right. And um, wouldn't that just be natural causes? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it was interesting because they were all trying to figure out how to get Elizabeth or how to get people to Balmoral mm-hmm. for her death without indicating to the world that this is coming. I remember. Yeah. So we knew turned- though. We knew immediately. We knew immediately. But like um, Camilla was already doing something in Scotland. So she was an easy one in. Charles went up. Harry and Meghan were actually in the country for something else. Um, William gets ushered up there, as do, do Anne and Andrew and Edward, mm-hmm. her other children. Harry doesn't make it in time to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. She dies while he is flying from London to Balmoral mm-hmm. on a private plane. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if he didn't to- stop and have 10 drinks in the airport no bar, yeah. maybe he would have made it. He had to make cocktails for people. He's a very busy bartender. <laughs> Um, but apparently they all thought like she had a couple more days mm-hmm. and then she just died in her sleep. She was That's how old. it happens real quick. She was old and tired. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm looking at the, the pictures, you know, uh, Camilla is in black. I mean, I was in black, but William and, or Harry and Megan are there. Um, Harry is not in the Royal uniform, but he does have some of his medals because at this point he has stepped away from the monarchy. Does he have the Nazi uniform on? No, he does not. He has a regular suit on. But Charles, Anne, Edward, all in the royal uniform. Andrew not, because, you mm. know, yeah. a little Jeffrey yeah. Epstein situation. We know what he's won't. doing. We know mm-hmm. what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's disgusting. Gross. Um, but yeah, it's interesting to look at the casket here is exactly how they decorated the casket in the thing. And... It was really beautiful. It's a beautiful series. And like you said, I would be really, or like we've talked about, I'd be really happy if we went back and did. I would love to. I would love to do Victoria, actually. Here's my dream podcast. Yeah. My dream podcast. You and I are doing Sister Wives. That will always continue. Yeah. We're never stopping. Steph and I are doing something, maths. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure. Mm -hmm. Steph and I get to do Virgin River from the beginning. Ah, and you and I do or, the crown from the beginning. Or Gilmore Girls. Oh, because I've never, never seen Gilmore it. Girls. Never seen. I've it. watched like two episodes, and everyone is appalled that I haven't watched it. Yeah, I've never watched it either. But Virgin River would be because mm-hmm. we can we can make fun of that. Yeah. Um, and you and I do the crown. Okay, I'm in. And some docs. Like that would That's be amazing. amazing. That would, would be. be. Mm-hmm. If only I had a podcast. Okay. Oh wait. <laughs> All right, guys. This has been the crown. Hope you enjoyed yeah. it. Let us know if you let us know if you want to do more. Maybe if we yeah. hear it from enough people, we would do some other stuff. I think we should definitely do the Queen, Peter Morgan's movie. I, right? I would love to do that. Yeah. No, let's totally do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then yeah, let's totally do it. All right. So thank you guys. Join our Facebook group, Backdoor Friends, if you haven't already. Sign up for our Little Miss Recap Extra feed, which is on Supercast. Oh, I do want to say something. Hmm. When I'm reading my book on the $12 tier, if you're on Apple subscriptions, you can't do the $12 tier. No. you have. I could only put one tier on there. So I put the $8 one. Because that's the most popular, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So if Makes you sense. guys want that, you need to jump on Patreon or Supercast. There's, I'm sorry. There's no other way I could do it. And I have noticed a couple of people in the Facebook group don't know how to upgrade themselves. If you're having trouble, let us know. We can point you. Yeah. Patreon doesn't make it easy. Patreon to, makes nothing easy. Nothing about Patreon is intuitive. They need a real UX person in a big way. And I'm going to say this again. If you're joining up on yeah. Patreon as a free member. You get upkiss. You're getting nothing. Mm-hmm. So thank you for liking us enough to click the free button. Right. But, but I'm no. sorry. Do not rage at us when you can't access any of the content. With enough on the up. Yeah. It's nothing there. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram. Leave us a review, please. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much. And we'll see you soon. Take care, everyone. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.